Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Yeah, could I have a number three with cheese and uh, a large coffee? Man, does this smell good. Wolfing down your lunch. <laughs> Serving up today's top sports stories with Wolf and Luke. Hey, boys. Presented by Stadium Swim at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' ultimate sports fan destination. It is noon. It is Thursday. It is time for Wolfing Down Your Lunch. Aaron Maloney is here. Aaron? Do we have anything to talk about, guys? Yeah, maybe. I can't think of anything, but maybe you can. So the Phoenix Suns started the Kevin Durant era with a win over the Hornets last night. So how did it feel for KD? Here he was on Valley Sports after the game. Yeah, a lot of nerves. I haven't played in almost a thousand basketball games, but uh, today I was uh, today I was nervous. You know, I was it's a new team, new group. I want to do well, want to play hard for them, and, and be coachable. So I was thinking about all of that today. But once the ball was tipped, my teammates were incredible and making me comfortable, and I just tried to go out there and play my game. So our Sanderson Ford poll question is up now at ArizonaSports.com, and it asks, how would you assess your expectations for Kevin Durant's debut after he played? So your choices, he exceeded them, he met them, or he failed to meet them? Exceeded. Well, I'll say he met them, and his entire career has been meeting them pretty much every game. No, so he ex- I'll say he met them. Okay. Are you done? Uh, well, I just that it's okay, a testament to his consistency. I think he's going to continue to meet them every single game. Now, go ahead. For me, he exceeded my expectation. And the reason being is because of the defensive end. Again, watching how he impacted not just the game himself, but on the defensive end, everybody else around him. And maybe it was because Josh Akogi was out there as well. Because this guy is laugh-out-loud funny to watch on the defensive end. I loved the way the Phoenix Suns, the first six minutes of this game, the way they played on the defensive end of the floor was awesome. Loved it. I mean, it was exceeded from Wolf because he didn't believe what we were trying to tell him (laughs) back in June. I was so wrong, Basin Onions. I was. I was wrong. Your mind's going to be blown when he puts up 45 in a game here at some point. So 72% said he met them. 25% 25% say he exceeded them, and 3% said he failed to meet them. The 3%? Is that Kyrie voting over and Honestly, over? Honestly, it's probably Luca. I'm not sure. That's good. So Kevin Durant had 23 points on 10 of 15 shooting in his debut, while Devin Booker dropped 37 points last night. So how did it feel for Book to play alongside KD? Uh, it was a good time. Um, you know, I enjoyed it. Kev, somebody that I have high respect for, and you know, it's one of those moments that you know it doesn't really feel real. I'm gonna take it day by day, and you know, just watching him from a little bit closer, I can't say it far no more, but you know, it just brings the best out of everybody. We knew that this duo could be dangerous, but just how dangerous can the duo of KD and Book really be? I don't think we're going to know until the playoffs, honestly. I I think what we saw last night, Booker goes off for 37. KD, not quiet 23, but for him, 23 is a little bit low because he didn't play a whole lot. I mean, that feels like the baseline. There are going to be nights where Booker has 25 and KD has 40. I mean, it's just, that's, <laughs> it's, that's the reality of the situation now. Just the last two cuts you played of Devin Booker right there and, of course, Kevin Durant and what KD was talking about, being nervous. The, 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 the humility 
from both of these guys. On those two cuts, we had to to go ahead and rip those and put them back to back because this is why I'm getting so jacked up. It's, It's the humility. These guys are some of the best of the best. And everybody knows it on the planet. And yet their humility is what will compel them and propel them forward as a duo. Oh, I'm so jacked up about the possibilities between these two guys. KD was on a minutes restriction last night, and Monty Williams was asked if Durant will play during the rest of the road trip. In terms of the rest of the road trip, uh, Bobby Hill, Kevin will play the rest of the road trip. <laughs> we'll see. I don't, I don't want to get too far ahead, but we'll see. We'll see how he responded tonight. But I don't foresee any hiccups, but I, I just don't know just yet. Do you think KD will play tomorrow night? Yeah, I yeah, do. I think so. I, I, they have two back-to-backs left this season. One of them is Golden State and Milwaukee, so I'm assuming he's going to play in both those because it's Golden State and Milwaukee. I, and look, what they got. 19 games left now. I mean, he may sit like the last game of the season, maybe the last two or something. For the most part, yeah, I I assume he's going to play. Yeah, so do I. That's sort of what it sounded like for Monty, too. He was talking more about minutes than actually like if he's going to play or not. Yeah, I think Monty, too, is just being cautious right there. We'll see. We'll see how he is tomorrow, right? (laughs) He's not skipping steps. We'll see. I mean, it was kind of a bummer when there was, I think, four minutes left in the fourth quarter last night, and KD had his hoodie on, and I was like, no, don't tell me it's over. (laughs) And then two minutes to go, let's go. KD back in, guys. (laughs) So the Arizona Cardinals posted one of the worst GPAs in the league when looking at the NFLPA's report card released yesterday. So of the eight categories that were surveyed, Arizona received failing grades in five of them. Treatment of families, nutrition, weight room, training room, and locker room. Should this stuff really matter to guys? It does matter to guys. It's not about should it matter to guys. It actually does matter to players that are out there. So the players that it does matter to, what's the message you have for them, Wolf? (laughs) I don't have enough time right now. I was going to say, we only have two hours left in the show. It's okay. It does. It, It matters to people today. I... It drives me crazy, though, because I knew so many guys that had to have the stars aligned for them to actually go out and play. Just go out and do your job. And so much of this is ancillary to you being on the field and busting it. And that's what drives me crazy. Yet at the same time, I am willing to acknowledge to players today, Basinonians, this stuff matters. And that's why the Arizona Cardinals are going to have to address it. Yeah, look, if I if I was running a team, I would want to know what 1,300 players around the league think of, of my facilities and, and all these different – I think it's a useful tool. If we're doing this in 10 years and the Cardinals are still down here in all these categories, all right, it might be an issue. Uh, but I, I would just I – would, I would throw out the reminder this is relative to other NFL teams. It's not like they don't have a gym. It's not like they, they have like three dumbbells or something. It's, it's just relative to other NFL teams. It's all state-of-the-art. And the only other thing I would add as well is just the fact that you're talking about being in the fourth year of Cliff Kingsbury and, and what was going on. Again, Cliff Kingsbury, you know I'm a fan of Cliff. I'm a fan of Cliff Kingsbury. Um, I think we're going to look back and, and marvel at the fact he won 11 games when we realize what he was dealing with on a regular basis. So because of that, um, I, I just think four years of one era, one regime, 
And now you've got a culture shift going on in the organization from top to bottom. I think this is going to solve a lot of the issues going forward. We'll see. We'll see. So speaking of that cultural shift, Jonathan Gannon at the NFL Combine said yesterday he will not force guys to play a certain way as long as they do their job. That's the part about being adaptable you hear me talk about. Just because I like to play a certain way, if it doesn't fit with how that guy likes to play a certain way or how he likes to play and get what we need to get done within the defense, um, then we'll allow him to do that. And, uh, you know, the thing that I talk about with our players, and a lot of them have heard me say this already, even though we haven't had our first team meeting, but, you know, both offense, defense, special teams, like there's a canvas and it's their canvas. And you can use all the tools and colors that you want as long as you're within that canvas but you got to stay within the canvas so that'll be a cool thing for our guys to realize hey it's not our way or the highway they'll have some autonomy to to say hey i'd rather play like this and we'll allow them as long as they can get what we're asking them done your reaction to that he just continues to say things that i feel like you scripted for him wolf (laughs) when this guy talks i'm like wait is this like is this some sort of fight club situation where this is like Wolf's alter ego? This is kind of like raising kids right here. You know what? Kids need parameters. They need to know the rules. They need to know what is going on, what is acceptable, and what is not acceptable. Right, parents? That's what they need to know. And they need to know, here's the paradigm. Here's the circle. All of the edges, you need to know the rules. But everything inside of those edges, it's all yours. And that's when a kid flourishes the most. When he knows the boundaries, he knows the rules, and then inside, that's all his. That's what he's talking about with the canvas and painting. you got to stay within that canvas. But you know what? Everything inside that canvas is all you. I love it.